1: Good morning, Roxy Soxy. Oh, good morning, Tam-Tam. I believe that I'm in your presence <laughs> and I'm sitting next to you in our actual first studio. It's like our first studio apartment. Yes. And here we are. Would you share my bed with me for <laughs> yeah. in our first studio Only apartment? Only if it's a twin. Would Only you snuggle? Would you do t- toesies and footsies with me? Uh, uh, for just like the, the first toe. Just the, the first toe. <laughs> the first five minutes and then I get too hot. Then I'd be like, move, move. I know this is like I jumped into like another subject straight away, but um you know the weirdest texts I ever get is from men asking to see my feet. Oh <laughs> so I know like gone are the days where it's like, you know, Kim- show me this body parts, like show me your feet. Yeah. And I'm like, people are so weird. There
2: is a strong foot fetish community there out is. There, there, you is.
1: know. And yeah. It's funny because mm-hmm. we we're actually interviewing someone in a few hours and uh he actually made $10,000 by selling, we'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll go into that next, next time, but selling $10,000, selling pictures of his feet. I mean, you got to do what you got to do when I mean, to get to America, right? You could get $10,000 for your feet. That's kind of a win. But didn't I tell right? you that one time that when I first came to America, Ooh. like some guy said like, I'll give you a Blackberry if I massage your feet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like...
2: Right. <laughs> it's like black back at that uh, time the blackberry
1: thing. was the thing they're expensive you know what i mean yeah. like so and so the question is did i do it of course you did it of <laughs> course you did Could it you have done it mm, probably if probably I was like, you're 22. You're like, I have oh done, done it for a glass of wine. <laughs> I have done it for a free cocktail. All <laughs>
2: oh, the, oh, the things I that we've done have. for free drinks. I you know, it's so funny. Speaking of free drinks, it's when like, I, when, when like, this also makes me think of that. It's so funny because when my husband, like, when I go out, like, if it's like a girls' night or what have right. you. He's like, well, I hope you got your drinks bought for you. Save some money. Oh I'm like, my what?
1: I hope I'm you showed I him care. your feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I hope you showed him some foot fetish I guy, mean. your feet to buy you some free drinks. It's I don't want speaking. guys buying free drinks for me. I don't know. When I got into my thirties, I was just like, this guy, I was at this grocery store mm-hmm. yesterday and this guy like looked at me, he goes, nice glasses. And I was like, <laughs> in like a sexual tone. And yeah. I was like, I like looked around and I was like, me? I was, like, <laughs> are you me? Wait, wait! Are you talking to me? I, think I took them off because I going to be like four eyes. Right? So then I took them off and I was like, "Oh, I just went to yoga, and um, I'm not as uh, I'm normally like a little more fresh than this." And then I was like, "What am I doing? I'm married. Like, I've got kids." So I put my glasses back and I was like, "Yeah, thanks." I walked away. A little flirt is kind of fun sometimes. I don't ever get it. I'm just old and done. This next guest is not old and done. She no. is Mm-mm. in her prime, mm-hmm. and they say like 27, like your late 20s is the best time of your life, even though I was like super confused in my late 20s. Were you? kind of didn't like myself. Uh, No, I didn't like, I mean, I look back and I was like, I wish I had realized how cute I was. Right, right. (laughs) And like, you don't realize until you get out of your Mm -hmm. 20s how like you're so beautiful in your twenties. Yeah. <laughs> like, and every I, five to 10 years now, looking back yeah. you'll say the same thing. Yeah. You're so cute. Right? You're like, just cute and... it's the best time of your mm. life. Although yeah, I didn't, I didn't feel it. So we're going to ask our next guest if she feels like it is the best time of her life. Cause I feel like it, it really could be. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. it
2: literally is. Cause it's sort of like that time you can still kind of get away with saying like, oh, I'm in my twenties. I'm still figuring things out. Like yeah. trying to like, Yeah,
1: I can give you a blackberry. Yeah. If you? You know, give me a Blackberry so if you massage my feet. <laughs> feet. That's a 20s thing. Like in a 30s thing, that'd be like, yeah,
2: mm, not, yeah so exactly. not so much. Exactly. Past that, it's like really yeah, yeah, that's no. real creepy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Who do we have oh. today,
2: Roxy Soxy? Well, so excited to have this guest on. She is a TikTok sensation. She became super popular during the pandemic. She's Not even super popular, like, like insane popular, like insane popular, like, like popular. crazy like popular. Like embarrassing
1: to other people. Yes, popular. Yes, yes, yes. Yes.
2: In like two seconds. Yeah.
1: In- and it's um, so only like, taken me three years, so I'm not going to cry. It's fine.
2: Totally. It's fine. So she must share all of her viral secrets with mm-hmm. us. She's also a mom and yes. he is just, I love watching the videos of her with her little ones. Yeah. So sweet. So cute. And um, so we're so excited to welcome Kat Stickler on the show yeah.
0: today.
1: Yeah.
3: I'm so excited. You guys are great already. I'm like, this is
1: going to be fun. Oh, <laughs> you're great already. I didn't expect much, but you're great. <laughs>
2: I love it. So back to the foot fetish. What do you think about the foot fetish yeah, for a blackberry?
3: People ask you about your feet yeah. Oh my God, so many. In fact, when you said that, I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm not the only one. Like they asked other people. I thought I had really great feet.
1: <laughs> you know so what? You me, have good feet. Yeah.
3: My and my feet are very nice. Yeah. Same. You
2: know what would be hilarious though see. if you sent like the most gangly, like disgusting yeah. picture, like when they request, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like yeah. toenails like growing sideways, like yellow feet, <laughs> you know, like yellow so, like, nails. Yeah, <laughs> totally. So just Feel like this is so hot. Yes, of course I'll send you a photo. <laughs>
1: Do you know what's really funny is like, I don't, I don't, growing up, I never really was like, oh, I like this about myself, mm-hmm. but I liked two things about myself. And one was my mouth. Cause I just have lip I don't know. My dad's got really like a big mm-hmm. mouth. So like, I liked my mouth mm-hmm. and my feet for some <gasps> reason. So Kat, what do you like about yourself? So, oh, I love my boobs. Ooh. Oh, girl. Yes.
3: We do not. <laughs> yeah <I know.
1: laughs> It took
3: me a while. Cause after breastfeeding, they looked so different, um, yes. but. It's yeah. like embracing the new ones. And I love my smile. I love my mm. shoulders and my stomach, my butt. Like I, I love, love it all. I think I love myself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's so good. That's such a healthy outlook. Cause I know for me, like you were saying, like after you have a baby, yeah. it changes so many things on your body. And it's really taken me a long time. I mean, I don't even think I'm hundred percent there yeah. yet. You know, yeah. like I look at my boobs they're like kind of droopier than they were my before. Droopier, right? It's sure. like the uh, stud and the dud, right? The yeah. Mine are the
3: same size. It's like the nipple. It's like it's like been through so much, you know?
2: <laughs> been through warm. Been
3: through like war. I gotta make them cold before it's time to show them and like and then they just perk up, which is good. Yeah. But
1: and I saw a few, I think it was a picture on Instagram mm. where your little one MK still like yeah. boob, right? Yeah. Still thinks that there's like milk and she's gonna be fed, but obviously we're like, Are you done? You're done breastfeeding. I'm, right? I'm done. You're, You're
0: done. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That done. was
2: that was a, that was a, it was a tricky time, right? Cause when you dry them up, it's like fire. It feels like fire shooting out of your boobs. You okay, know?
3: Everyone said that I had no pain because I did it a different way. So I would breastfeed her one night and then not the next day, and then breastfeed her, and then not the next day, and she gradually weaned, and they gradually did it, I didn't stop cold turkey like that, and it wasn't
2: painful. Oh, that's smart, I, yeah. So
1: being, so when I, I had my daughter, my first daughter at 29, Mm -hmm. actually, and I, because, I mean, I was just like, I didn't feel like I was a young mom, Mm -hmm. but I guess I was, you were much younger than that, and I really suffered, I didn't with my second, but with my first, I really suffered, like, a loss of identity, I suffered, Um, I guess it was postpartum depression. I just, I felt like my whole world had completely had a truck that came through it. And you were a young mom going through so much. And at at that time as well, like, how did it feel having a baby so young?
0: Mm.
3: I think it was also like, I was kind of just dating and having fun and had my whole life in front of me. And then this just changed everything. So yeah, I totally get that. I still like vividly remember not feeling like I was my own person. Like, mm-hmm. especially after I gave birth, like during the pregnancy, like, I don't know if it was hormones. I was like, this is awesome. I love it. But it was after I gave birth, especially the first couple months, I was just, I didn't know. I felt like I was living somebody else's life. Like mm-hmm. I was in a dream my whole pregnancy. And then I woke up and this was my life. And I was like, what? <laughs> on earth. Like this is not what I signed up. This was not my blueprint for what my life was going to look like. Mm. Um, yeah, I totally identify with that. I had postpartum depression so bad. And like Mm -hmm. people talk about, I was a good mom. Like I was an active mom. I was present to her, but I, I couldn't connect. Like I was like, I would, I just couldn't, but I loved her. I don't even know how to describe it. And then I went to my OB just for like a checkup. And I was usually so bubbly with the nurses and I would like you know, always talk with them and we would always be laughing. And I literally walked in like a zombie, like get me out of here. And then my OB is actually the one that brought it up. And then I started crying and I'm like, I just stayed in this guy for three months. And now we're married and have a baby and my apartment's like 600 square feet and I don't sleep. And I'm like, i just like lost it. And then, um, she prescribed me stuff which is always also taboo. Cause like it goes to the breast milk and the baby gets the antidepressants and then they have to like get weaned off of it and all this stuff. But it's like literally less than 1%. Um, mm-hmm. I just went on a rant. Yes. I'm very passionate about that. No one told me about it. I thought it would be the best time of my life. And then I was like, why do I like, it wasn't suicidal. Like I never like saying I wanted to kill myself. I just didn't
1: want to be I want to be
3: there. Like I don't want to be. Like I thought someone else could do it so much better than me. Like I was just a fraud. Like I was, I didn't belong. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm all better now. So <laughs> like, I'm fine. Yeah. You're like, now I'm in the like toddler <laughs> yeah.
2: zone. So it's like, yeah. we're good
1: fine. now. It's fine. Yeah. Did you suffer post? I mean, I know, you know I definitely did, but did you? You know, okay. So here's what... such a go-getter. I feel like you'd be I... like, I'm fine.
2: <laughs> so, like, I think it hit me like I had a delayed like the blues because. The, like the week I was in the hospital, cause I had a C-section. So mm-hmm. it was like, you know, that's you're in the hospital for like a longer. So yeah. I was actually like, I think the hormones were kicking in and I'm like, this is actually fun. You know, there's like mm-hmm. the nurses are coming in, waiting on you, mm-hmm. like doing the whole thing. And then we took baby home. Yeah. And I think that's when it hit when we got home and I was like, Oh my God. And I was like, those first two weeks, you know, I'm still kind of recovering from the mm-hmm. surgery. Right. And like, you know, trying to get, figure out what the it's schedule is. Drama. It's a lot of drama, but I think for me, it really hit about six weeks after mm-hmm. because I was by that time. So sleep deprived, like right. and so much more tired than the initial first, mm-hmm. like when I was still a little bit like had the hormones going yeah. that, that six week thing, I was like, Oh my God. I remember grabbing my husband, David, like by Why the- did you <laughs> No, I like it's all your fault. No, I grabbed him by the shirt and I was like you have to come home today from work because he was yeah. you know back to work. You have to come home today from work at like noon. Like I need to sleep. Like mm-hmm. I can't. Like I've got to have that. Right. He was so scared that he was like, "Okay, I'll be here," you know, like and came and did that. But I think that's when it really for me it re- really hit. It was like a delayed almost um wow. you know kind of sad mm-hmm. not sadness and that's not the right word i don't think but it's
3: like you kind of a bluesy like, right feel
1: like
3: numb yeah yes. then the, it's, it's like yes. a numbness
1: and i i know because i i study so much about health and wellness and your hormones drop so fast and mm-hmm. we have been we've been spoon-fed the narrative that like women it needs to be the most beautiful and best mm-hmm. time of your life and and also like you're gonna feel great and you know it, but the problem is, we don't have, which at least I didn't, mm. uh, coming from Australia, like there's no community. Like I didn't have like aunts and uncles and parents and friends. And mm-hmm. like I had no one who had a kid. I'm sure, Kat, you're similar to that. Mm-hmm. Like I had no one around me. And like your mom comes and helps you when they mm-hmm. can, but like they have their lives too, right? Yeah. So you're just. You
3: have no idea what to you're like what? Yeah, yeah, how do I didn't even know how to bathe her. I'm like, do I will it hurt her if I put the water on her? Do I get it with her? Like, yeah. I didn't know anything.
2: And how about yeah. breastfeeding too? Starting breastfeeding, you're like, is this right? Like, is it this position? Is
3: it like yeah, this? That was probably the worst for me. I had to get a lactation consultant. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not going to help. I would. See, we might be getting too gruesome here but oh, no, she no, no, we had
0: correctly.
3: like you it. have to i had to get like the special pillow not the one that's like common it was like a no. different looking pillow i had to like lift her up push her in because i would scab and bleed oh, yeah. and i would dread i would cry because i did not want to breastfeed her i'm like this hurts too much because then it would the milk would come and it would just it was horrible but then i got a lactation consultant and then she was like oh you're doing it wrong and she just
1: like <laughs> <had her. laughs> and again that goes back to community because yeah. If we had those people around us who had had children, mm-hmm. they would explain us. Like we wouldn't have to go and hire a lactation specialist, which also costs money, by the yeah. way, and it costs a lot of money. And a lot of people don't have that financial ability to go and spend money on stuff that we're supposed to inherently know. Mm-hmm. So people just like suffer in silence. I'm a big advocate for postpartum depression. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have uh, enough. you to say life. suffering in silence, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm <laughs> <feel like laughs> a advocate for that. So. Yeah. <laughs>
3: You no, I would. Go ahead. I would ahead. literally pump my boob onto a plastic spoon like the milk, and I would feed her spoonfuls just to avoid having to physically breastfeed her. Oh. That's how bad it was, and I was like, "But I had really good insurance, so I had a free lactation consultant." But yeah, if you don't, it's like it's expensive. will
2: ex- do it. Yeah, I think we'll do it. I mean, it is. It's true. It's yeah. a, it's all different levels, and it's it's tr- oh. so much harder for some than so it is for others, different. right? It's, it's different. different.
1: Yeah. And also you went through a breakup at mm-hmm. the same time. So what was it like going from having someone there to now being a single mom? Because- mm-hmm. I'm not very good on my own. I've realized. <laughs> like, I have a codependency issues. Okay. So like, even I said to my husband, I was like, if you break up with me, I got to find someone before I break up with you. Um, <laughs> I just need to have someone there just in case, even if it's not my forever person, just so I can go to, so then I can go to someone else. And a lot of people are like that. I didn't know. I thought it was just me. So like, how did you navigate then being single and having a kid? Cause that's just yeah. a whole other thing in itself. Mm-hmm. So different. I think Cause I ended up moving out and I moved
3: into this apartment and we were like sleeping on an air mattress for like the first three months, but it wasn't like, it was fun. It was like, I'm, I was, I tried to make it fun, but yeah, it was hard. I'm codependent as well. And I didn't realize how much I was. And I also wasn't aware of a lot of things like, cause when you got divorced, like all of a sudden now, like you have to spend all this money and then you weren't aware of these finances and, Oh, what was this getting spent now? It's like. Everything, like everything just flips upside down. Um, but it taught me so much about myself. It definitely gave me more confidence as a human being. Just like I can do it. Like I can do it. And it was hard dating with a kid because I would always see single moms with kids. And I would think, mm-hmm. and I hate saying this out loud, I think in the back of my mind, like, oh, that must suck. Mm-hmm. Like when I was younger, I would see that be like that sucks. Cause like who would want to date someone who has a kid that's not theirs, mm-hmm. right? And so I was raised by my stepdad and I remember always thinking like, when I get married, it's going to be the father of my child and we're just going to stay like that. And so I would literally go on dates and like down talk myself and like, be like, Hey, I have a kid. Let me warn you, um, instead of like, then it transitioned to like embracing it. Like you get the creme de la creme cause I'm awesome. And so is that beautiful creature I made. and. It just, it shifts how you look at yourself. You're much kinder to yourself.
2: Yeah. yeah. It's like you're shifting perspective, which I think is so powerful. But like some of the dates, like <laughs> especially at the beginning that you were going on, did you ever have like a date that you were just like, why the fuck did I go to this date? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like every day.
2: Like, ever yeah, right? <laughs>
3: like every single one. The like every
2: one. Like what was, was there like a crazy like dating, like oh, yeah. like one of the dates you were on, like a dating story or something?
3: Okay, so he just said he like, didn't know who I was basically. And at that point I had already formed a platform. People were like, oh my God, she's getting divorced. Mm-hmm. Because on social media, we were this quintessential perfect family, mm-hmm. like perfect. Everything that displayed was perfect. Like they were caught off guard. I was caught off guard. Like it was like very difficult for me because I didn't want anyone to feel like I was lying to them. Cause I was also like, I couldn't talk about some things. So I was like very wary meeting people because I didn't want them to be like, I don't want to say clout chasers, but I feel like everyone wants to be online these days. And like,
0: Mm -hmm.
3: and I just didn't want to be, that's just weird. Like go do it yourself. I don't know. But yeah, he just said he didn't know anything about me. And then he would like slip up throughout the whole conversation and (laughs) then like just about these things about me. And I'm like, what the frick? And he, it actually turned out. Yeah. Yeah. He like had followed me when I was still married and like had this big crush on me before. And it was just so weird. I've never felt more uncomfortable. I was like, oh, are you going to murder me now? I'm going to (laughs) go. You know where I live? (laughs) Yeah, it was, I mean, just things like that. You never know people's true intentions, I feel like.
2: Were you like meeting people through apps or was it like through friends? Yeah, like how do you meet them?
3: I couldn't do the app thing. I just through friends or like going out if someone would like approach. But honestly, it was so hard also because- I like thought I was going to be spending the rest of my life with someone. And I, I thought I knew who they were, you know, and you look at someone and they could be so great in the back of your mind. And you're thinking, are you really that great? Like, who are you under all that? Like, what are you capable of? Because it's always this thing you really find out who you married when you divorce them. And so it's so weird looking at the person who you used to love and we're going to spend the rest. And like, it's a different human being, right? It's like, they're not that person anymore. And neither are you. Like you both are going through something so different. So that was probably the hardest part with dating was just trusting it again and like being okay with it. Because I would just have such like, you're the worst. I know it deep down. Like I, because I didn't want to be caught off guard again. So
1: And you said, like, when you were on your TikTok, it was like this perfect family. Mm -hmm. Because I think, I can't remember, I think I found you somewhere in the pandemic when I didn't, I started TikTok in the pandemic as well. And I think I saw some, um, some prank video or something like that. I was like, oh, she's so cute. Um, and so when, your life kind of started to fall apart.
0: Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you
1: feel like, even though you weren't, did you feel like, Oh my goodness, people must think I'm a fraud because like, I didn't even know what was going on. And this has been this perfect family that everyone has followed. Mm-hmm. And now people are going to think that I did know all these things mm-hmm. and I didn't. And then you have to kind of go silent because we know how that all works. And it's like this hard thing because you want your followers to trust you, but you've also got to keep a little bit of a distance between your real life and what they see as well. Mm -hmm.
3: Yeah. And you're grieving. Like I was in shock. Like Alice actually flew in from Chicago. She was living in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Alice is my manager and like one of my friends and I couldn't stop laughing. Like I was hysterically laughing. I've never been in shock, but people would come by. We were like at a restaurant, and I was like crying, laughing. Like this is so wild. Like what? Is <laughs> what and is like it didn't, yeah, it didn't hit me because like you're grieving publicly, also, but you're also grieving like losing someone and this life. So. That was so hard. And I remember, you can see in that time period on my social media, I was losing my mind. Like Mm -hmm. there's a video of me in a literal hazmat suit because I had like an ad that they sent that over because it was like peak COVID, right? Mm -hmm. And I like put blush here. So I looked sunburned and I'm just walking and I look like an astronaut and I'm I'm just losing my mind. (laughs) But I'm just coping and dealing. And then um, even people online were like, are you okay? And then I did one. Where I was really vulnerable, and I was like, no, I'm not okay. This sucks. Like, do you think I enjoy this? Do you think I want to do this? No, but I have to be happy for my daughter and for myself, and every day, and I have to keep doing this, blah, blah. And then that helped people kind of understand, like, okay, got it.
0: Yeah.
2: Were people like supportive of you online, like when you started sharing more of your story about mm-hmm. this? Like, or were they like, you know, trying to tear you down? Like, what was the reaction of people? I mean, was it mixed?
3: It was, I mean, some people are very traditional. Like, I don't want to advocate divorce, obviously, but I wouldn't poke fun at it after. Like, I would impersonate my Hispanic mother. She's religious. And I would do like, she wants me to annul the marriage. So it doesn't count. So I would try to make it funny. Um, And people, no one knows what happened, right? I signed an NDA because, well, so did he. So that our daughter, I don't know. I feel like the truth always comes out no matter what. And I understand that. And when it does, it's going to be like mind blowing, but it just wasn't something I wanted to like people to know for me to heal, you know, like I just didn't want them to know that. And like her to know that. So Mm. it was, it was, yeah, it was wild. People's reactions varied. People were like, you should stick through it no matter what. And then other people were very supportive. And then the misogynistic men with like would send these comments. I would get a lot of those. The men that have been burned by women, I'm assuming were like, just, they went wild.
1: I always realized that like, you know, hate online and that my, my, my one sentence I always say is, uh, unhappiness is the fastest pipeline to hate. And when someone is really suffering in their own, like it's a, it's a them problem, Mm -hmm. right? When someone has no idea about anything to do with you and then they come on and they start to attack you. I'm like, wow, you've really been suffering in your own pain that has nothing to do with you, but it's hard. Like I started acting when I was, I was on a TV show at 14. So like my rise was pretty quick, I was in Australia. So it was pretty quick. The show I was on was very successful, very fast. So I felt that fame element pretty fast but it wasn't in America, right? So it wasn't, it was like I was in Australia. So I was really, I was known in Australia but then when I would leave Australia, not so much. So I had that anonymity where where I was leaving. And I, and I liked living in that for a while. And then Pretty Little Liars was the next step in in America, which did that again, but I was used to it. I knew what it looked like for someone to say, oh my gosh, a point at you or say hurtful things or want a picture or, or or say you suck. Like I was kind of used to it since I was 14 years old, your rise to fame was so fast and Mm. so quick that I always wonder what that does to mental health because in some ways it's like, this is fucking amazing. And in other ways, this is like, this is too much. Like mm-hmm. it's too much, too fast for like, you know in, in our heads we go, oh, 8 million people 10 million people mm-hmm. follow us. But that's 10 million people. Yeah. Like if you had those people in a room like you can't- How many
3: to- like Madison Square Gardens is that, oh, right? Yeah, I get, yeah. Like sometimes get pissed, I'm over. like, oh my, I <laughs> yeah.
1: went to 300,000 and hit the millions. I'm like, if 300,000 people watched me on stage I would be like, uh, I couldn't even like yeah. deal. I, so do you think that have you really processed that rise to fame because mm. it happened so fast and also you're going through so much of the at the same time and has it affected mental health in in a good way and in a negative
3: I think I came into fame when I was at an age where because I had gone through something I don't think if I went through what I went through prior I would have been ready but
1: I went through
3: getting pregnant like right. I honestly didn't even want to go outside I did not want people to see me because people know each other where I live and I didn't want I literally didn't want people to know I was pregnant and I wouldn't go outside. Like that is crazy to me. I was so embarrassed. Um, And I think finally owning my decision to have the baby to do all that stuff gave me a different kind of self-assurance that, and, but you're right. Social media, like it's someone who, who cares who they are, but they say this one thing and they hit the right spot. And all of a sudden it hurts more than anything. And uh, you don't remember all the great comments like It would, it would just, they go low, you go high is what Mm -hmm. I try to do. But sometimes, um, yeah, when they bring up how I am as a parent or whatever, Mm. I just think of it like rise above. I don't, I try not to look at the good and feel good, honestly, or the bad and feel good. I just try to like really detach only and like look in my DMs on Instagram and that's when I'll respond. But I'm a very private person actually. So Mm -hmm. before I had social media, I would always delete it for like months at a time. Like I didn't even... I, I don't like saying this, but social media knew I was getting a divorce before my family did. Like I announced it cause I was so ashamed. Like I did not want to tell them. Um, and so that's not good. But again, 10 million people, your family, it's like, you can't, you're just talking to a camera versus saying it to it. It's like so different. So yeah, I think my age helped.
1: Oh God. Hello. Hi (laughs) mom. Let's
3: bring you in. So do you
2: also wait, you go. I was just gonna say, do you enjoy being a public person now? Like having Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, because there is good and bad, right? So it's like you get the trappings of fame, but then you also get like really cool perks too. So it's like do you like being a public person now?
1: And would you do it again? Yeah. Would you do it over if you could? <clears throat> I would do it over because it
3: allows me to provide for my daughter, like on my own. Mm. And when I give people like advice and they reach out, that's not the reality for a lot of women. Mm-hmm. So I would do it over. And also as a woman on this platform, I don't, um I don't do the dances or like The sexy, like, you know, so I think I'm also prone to a different kind of criticism, which I like. Like the younger girls that do it and their bodies online, and if they get criticized or like something like that, mine's a different. Mine is like people don't like, like, if they don't like something, they don't think it's funny or my personality, like,
0: fine.
3: (laughs) But like, it's a different kind of critique. But yeah, I would do it over because I feel like it is a blessing. It's a huge blessing.
2: It's It's huge. Yeah. I mean, would you, Tammy? Would, would you do it again?
1: I think. Uh, like, I think so, uh,
2: Starting from fourteen, I'm a lot like, older
1: than you, Kat, and I've been in this business for a long time, twenty-something <laughs> years. And Oops. I would say, I would say yes, because of the life that I've been able to lead, mm-hmm. and I've traveled. I mean, I've been able to go to thirty-something countries and met the most incredible people and been an entertainer. Mm -hmm. That being said, I have two daughters and I go, do Mm -hmm. I want them to be in entertainment? And I feel my husband's also in entertainment. And I feel like being an artist and having a right side of the brain, which is which is the creative, the right one?
0: The right one. The right one? Yeah. The right one. It's the right one. I don't know what's right. The right one.
1: brings a level of pain. And I always say, turn your pain into purpose, but I've Mm -hmm. suffered. I haven't suffered. It's hard to say that because it's all relative. And I understand that I come from a background of privilege, but I've suffered mentally. greatly, And I think that being 15 years old, kind of becoming successful Mm -hmm. and being on I think I was on <clears throat> sort of 45 magazine covers by the time I was 20-something.
3: You're like figuring out who you are at that age. That's why. Like, I didn't know
1: who I was. And and I thought that the world's adoration, or Australia, and then as I got older, 26 was Perla Liars, that adoration was what I needed to be happy for mm. the longest time. And I still find myself going, oh, that TikTok didn't do well. Oh, I didn't get that job. Oh, that person said that about me. I must not be enough. I must not be worth it. Mm. And I'm still at my age trying mm. to find self-love. And I don't like, I think about a year ago, mm. I said to you on the podcast, I don't love myself. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like, I don't like, I would do something bad to myself. Mm-hmm. It's not that at all, but I don't think I fully love myself. Mm-hmm. And now I'm starting to, mm-hmm. but that to me came with age and acceptance that what I had been through was traumatic to be told that you're loved and great for so long is traumatic because when you don't get it, you feel like you're not worth anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So would I do it again? Yes. But I wish that I had more tools Mm -hmm. when I was younger, Mm -hmm. when I was in my teens, when I was in my early twenties, I wish I had known what I know now. Like Mm -hmm. sometimes I'm like, Oh, I'm at the age I am. I wish I could go back to being younger because it just would have been easier for me. Yeah.
2: Well, I think too, that's where social media can come in in a positive way. Yeah. Cause now the younger ones coming up have, there's a lot of mental health, like, you know, helpful things on social media for people Mm -hmm. now, you know, and it's like different when we were coming up, it was like a different
1: world, you know, I was going to ask Kat about this too, because Mm -hmm. my, cause I'm a millennial, it was all about working until you burn out mm-hmm. like it I'm was
3: millennial it was all about working until you burn out I mean that's yeah. honestly how I started yeah the TikTok. like I'd reach out to brands at like
1: 3 a.m like the
3: grind was the thing like if you're yeah. not sleeping you're doing it right
1: so people who don't do that I have to shift my thoughts about them because mm-hmm. I you know my my first thought I'm just being honest is like oh that's lazy mm-hmm. but I don't know if we can I know I couldn't at the end of last year, I just, I stopped for three weeks because I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm not going to post anything. I'm Mm -hmm. done. And Mm -hmm. it was really scary for me because I post, try to post once a day. And I had to stop because I was like, you're still, they're still going to love you. And they're still going to be there. Even if you stop for three weeks, do you feel that way? Like what, what if you just want a week off Mm -hmm. or two weeks off, three weeks off, can you do it? (laughs) Mm -hmm. It's a fear. Yeah. Because you
3: don't want to come back and it's not the same it's not you're irrelevant all of a sudden like quote unquote because you're basing your worth off of something so external yeah I do feel pressure but I think the pressure is fixed when I know that my creativity isn't the highest it could be when I'm feeling that way I'm not the best mom I could be I'm not the best friend I could be so it's easier for me in that sense to detach But also it's like what you said, sometimes you detach when you're going through something and use your pain and turn it into power. Like when I, cause co-parenting is so difficult. Like when my daughter didn't want to leave and she was hanging on to me and like screaming, like, no, don't like let me go. Like that was probably, that was like, that was insane for me. That was an insane pain. Like you have to look at your kid and And it's so weird. It's like, you're not meant to do that as a mom. Like biologically, it's just not natural. Um, So I feel like my heart was literally getting ripped out of me and I was bawling on the floor. Like I had like, I definitely had a panic attack. Mm -hmm. And then I was like an hour later, I'm like, I have to film this because I cannot be the only one going through this. And Mm -hmm. obviously that's not everyone's first I'm a creator. So that's my <laughs> no. first thing. Like people are like, I could never think of filming myself when I'm crying. I'm like, oh, I do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, don't waste this moment. right? Yeah. <laughs> they
3: love it when I cry. Like, yeah. oh. um, so yeah, I think it. you can help a lot with that. It just, it depends how you do it those times because I could have like stayed home and done nothing, but I made a video. I forced myself, it was my birthday. So I forced myself to go out and I just explained like I know it's not fair, but it's going to be worth it. Like, your child will thank you. Um, they're going to see all, everything you've done, it will all be worth it in the end for the kid. So,
2: oh gosh, that's that's heartbreaking, though. I can imagine. And, like, also on your birthday, like, yeah, you so
3: guys, got- <laughs> it was a lot. Like, yeah. I did a video actually on YouTube, I just posted it. It's called Tough Love, and it's what I wish someone would have told me when I was going through a divorce because mm. I think as women. I mean, in the state of Florida, the divorce laws are so different, but as women, we just don't have a grasp on certain things. Sometimes I've noticed I'm not generalizing, but I know I didn't. Um, and you just got to like, get aware and know what to ask. Like in the video, I talk about these things that someone needed to tell me. And it was like, don't feel bad for yourself. No one cares. No one cares. Great. You didn't do anything. So what? You still have to go through this you still have to go through it. And it was this so difficult for me. The hardest part of my divorce was thinking I didn't deserve it was thinking I didn't deserve it's not fair right yeah like why would I be the one that has to suffer and get my daughter taken away from me like would you say
2: victim mentality a little bit
3: yes so victim mentality and like I wanted people to know I was hurting like you need to know like I'm in pain Mm -hmm. and then once I got rid of that it just it shifted my perspective and it made me way smarter and it made me think about things so much better like my ex like I told him I didn't want him to come back cuz you know he got the girlfriend painting the nails and my daughter came back with all her nails painted and I was like I I thought she was too young and then I also said I remember when I painted my nails with my mom it was amazing. Right. And I want to be the one to do that.
0: Right. And then
3: I'm like why would you say that? That's so stupid. Pick your battles. Don't tell someone your weakness. Don't tell someone who's going through the same thing you are in a different way something that they can use to hurt you mm-hmm. because you're not dealing with the same person anymore. So obviously every other weekend she'd come back with like full set of nails painted. And like, and I'm like, that's so dumb. Even on my birthday, I assumed mm-hmm. it would be my day just because it's my, but you know, it's not, don't assume anything. You're not entitled to anything. You don't deserve anything. Fight for it and be aware of it. And don't just let it, the thing with parenting plans, they can last your whole life. Like until she's like, what, 18, you got to stick with it. It's a lot. You have to think about mother's day. You have to think about father's day. Like just mm-hmm. these little things you don't think of is going to affect the rest of your
1: mm-hmm
3: time with your kid it's it's a lot I don't even know how we got on this talk
1: but people will respect yeah. you though when yeah. like so father's day comes up and you right. go we're well, making something for daddy you know and that to me like I'm a little bit of a petty person but <laughs> <Like, laughs> I'm just being honest like I'm a little bit petty like my husband if we broke up mm. he wouldn't take any of I I swear he would take none of my money he would go live on his whatever like whatever I want he'd still be a nice guy that's why like like he just he just he's just and I know people do change, but I've been with him for so long. At this point, it's been 16 years. Like he's just not that person. I, on the other hand, <laughs> you don't know what you're dealing with suffer. Oh, and he even God. said he was like, "I'm so afraid. Like if we broke up, because yeah. if you'd try to make me suffer." I'm oh like, yeah. yeah, I would. Oh yeah. Um, I wish <laughs> that I was evolved enough, and that's what I'm working mm-hmm. towards. But you know, when you split up with someone, you just wish that like they were celebrating Mother's Day, like he was doing something for you for mother's day and you were doing something for him for father's day, but like life just doesn't Mm -mm. work out like that. And sometimes you're trying to be the bigger person Mm -hmm. and the other person isn't. And that's really difficult. And I don't know about the court system, but like who chooses what days you have, because I know a friend of mine at Jana Kramer was talking about the fact that like, she didn't get her kids for Christmas and it was really difficult for her. And, Mm. and, you know, I would want, and again, this is not probably not realistic. Like, is there a way to like be close together? I mean, if you don't like each other, that's one thing, but close together. So everyone gets it, you Mm -hmm. know, like how do they choose which person gets which day? Cause that would be the hardest for Mm -hmm. me.
3: It's the hardest. I actually didn't have her for Christmas this past year. And it was the hardest. It alternates every year. Every state law is different. Florida is a little more strict. I have her like 80% of the time. Mm -hmm. Um, But then again, I didn't really think it was an issue when I was going through mediation stuff because he didn't have a girlfriend at that point. So Mm -hmm. when he got the girlfriend, all of a sudden, like wants to be super involved again, all this stuff, like, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Like now we're actually following the rules here verbatim. Mm -hmm. And even when you say about the money thing, we did TikTok together. Like it was both of us in video. So it's like, how do we divide this? Like I can make it go on if it's just me, you can't if it's just you, but you are still a part of it, right? And then you're right. It's figuring all these things out. And if we could be like, and I'm sure that'll happen in time, but I feel like you need to have that mutual respect, Um, co-parenting and like harmoniously, like blended. I mean, I think that would be amazing. That would be so an ideal world, right? But, you know.
1: Well, I when I you, that, that, yeah. you kept the mm-hmm. you kept the TikTok, and I was like, I remember around that time I wasn't too involved in TikTok back then, but yeah when I saw that you kept the TikTok, I was like, good for her mm-hmm. because yeah. that was your future. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I knew I knew it, and like, and he would like if it was me, like I came up with these things, and like I really wanted it, and I would like make him do it again and again and again. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'm like, no, that's not right.
1: (laughs) I'm like that. Another word. Another
3: It was such a big fear Ah. that, like, I would be on there on my own, and people were like, "We don't want you." Like, what makes you think we would support just you now? Like, you know, and it's so much pressure because all of a sudden, nothing's for sure. Like, you don't know what the future is, so.
2: Yeah. yeah. and now look at you. I mean, hello, bazillions of followers in, and it's only, Deals it only keeps growing. Yeah. I mean, so you clearly did the right thing. Yeah. I'm like, yes, girl
1: happens sometimes. I know sometimes when we're in it, we're like, oh, some, everything happens for a reason. And right. I know, I always think you got to get my, my quote, another quote I have is like, nothing if It's good, it's hard. Mm. <laughs> I always say that that's, that's why so it's, true,
0: it's so difficult,
1: Lexi. Right? Um, in every way, in, in every way. <laughs>
2: way, we always want it to be hard. Well, maybe not always.
1: Have you seen her drive? <laughs> that's that's a whole nother thing. I was like about to vomit <laughs> on the way down. I was like, grandma, grandma, you don't speed up. When there's, a car, <laughs> when there's a car literally in front of us. She speeds she, up. She's she, like, that is, her, that is her light to go, like, okay, let's go forward faster. No. <laughs> Like, on, oh. she, she sits in the car and she's like turn right turn left no she goes, she goes <laughs> oh, into turn. other lanes literally goes like, into other lanes i'm like we're in the same we're still in the same like, we're, we're not going any further we're just in a different lane now who's next to
3: them now yeah, we're
1: who needs <laughs> google maps when you got to and suck because she'll be like oh it's right and i'll be like yeah that it told you that like 20 minutes ago It's called we ride we oh I can't, no, it's cold out. I'm going to shit my pants, right? It's cold. <laughs> I, I shat a little bit in my pants, right?
2: That's why the diapers are in the back. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I'm wearing them. Don't you worry. I'm wearing them just for you. In the car. I, I always say every time, I'm like, I'll never do it again. No, uh uh. Never again. Never. I always text my husband, never again. Am I driving? Don't even come-
3: think about it. <laughs> and here
1: I am. Here she here is. Am. She is. Couldn't get enough. Just me.
2: Couldn't get enough. Up to my life
1: insurance. <laughs> But yes, everything good is hard. Yeah, everything good is hard.
3: I listen I like I what's been helping me or what helped me so much was living by this. What if everything you said you were grateful for yesterday is all you were left with today? So it makes you think like, oh my God, I'm grateful for the shoes on my feet, my house, my parents' health, my daughter's health, like things you just take for granted because you have it in front of you every day. Like and that just made me really just be in a better mindset of like. Yeah. You are blessed. This isn't a victim mindset. You've been given a lot. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. Or I tell myself
1: that. Um I know it's I can true. always get worse. That's <laughs> yeah. what it I say it to my husband, and I go, by the way,
0: it can always get worse. <laughs>
1: yeah, it <laughs> can you think about it, about it can be so much like, worse. There's, there's people going through some real shit. Yeah. Like really dark, dark stuff, shit.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, Roxy yeah. driving is not that bad. <laughs>
2: Come on, that's a treat. That's a treat. We could always be (laughs) off the
1: mountain. (laughs) We could always be rolled off the mountain on our backs. (laughs) It could get worse. My little love nausea yeah, and dizzy spell is not so bad. Don't you love how she's a glass half full? Don't you yeah. just love that? Love that. That's <laughs> like, no, look at life, right? It's fine. Like, my, you know, I'm a little walking around a little bit tipsy. You know, See, it's all bad. about changing your perspective.
2: Yeah. Call the wee We're ride. not dead. So, we're good. So, okay, here we are now. 2023. What are we all wanting this year? Like, what are we manifesting? What, What do we want? New
1: driver.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, that's it, damn it. That's it. Twenty twenty driver.
1: No more wheels. Yeah, runs. that's all. <laughs> just life. This <Just laughs> would <to> be a <alive>. life. <laughs>
3: yeah. I think mine is going to be. um I don't know, growth and like relationships and self. Like you were saying, self love. Mm. I mean, even when you guys ask me, what do I, what like do I love about myself? Like physically, I say that today, but sometimes tomorrow I won't like it you know, or someone will make a comment and I'll be like, oh, I'm, I look disgusting. Like someone said, what they say the other day that had me looking at a picture and I was critiquing myself. Oh, you look really thin. Are you okay? And I was like, "Oh, am I okay? Like, yes, I'm okay. Like, but I was looking and like, there was a picture of my arm and it had like a vein and I'm like, oh my God, they're going to think I look too skinny. Um, so just growth in self-affirming like love and relationships and social media and just being a better human being and just learning growing
2: Mm, that's a good one what's yours roxy so mine is (laughs) i don't know if i've told you this yet Tamman. i cannot wait to hear it your friend over here has turned a little bit of a woo-woo leaf this year would you like oh, you're that? into all my stuff. I, I'm getting a little wooey, but yeah. you know, not- wooey
1: means like we're, we're I'm big into manifestation and I'm big into all the things and the journaling. Yeah. And I have a sign. I've got the lucky girl mentality. I've got a sign that says I'm the luckiest girl in the world and everything works out for me. Mm. And my husband, and I say it every day. He was not on my side until recently. And now everyone's in my manifestation. I, I changed my life two years ago. I wrote a check to myself. I made exactly $10 away from that check. Last year, I wrote a check to myself. It was $50,000 off. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to make it this year. Then my husband's dad had recently passed away. And one in, in one of his bank accounts was $50,000 to the nose. And I, so two years in a row, the check that I wrote to myself has come true.
3: No, it works. Like, I <laughs> wrote <laughs> in it my
1: closet. Oh, I nice. was like,
3: this is what my closet's is going to look like. These are the clothes I'm going to have. And this is the bag I'm going to have. Nice. And now, like, it's all. And even- I didn't want to be like a young mom in theory.
2: Yes, you have to also be very specific about it too. Yeah, but
3: even when I wrote down, I did want to be a young mom. I guess I didn't realize. I wanted to like be at a certain age where I could still go after because like my mom had my brother when she was a lot older. And I remember being like, I don't want that. But you're so right. Everything I've
1: written down has happened. It's happened. And I'm gonna let Roxy finish her sentence because
0: I'd love to
1: share my story. ADD, ADD
0: um, comes in yeah, it so does. But I
1: was uh, getting so in my parents' house, and this is a really cool story. In my parents' house, um, so Chris Hemsworth was on uh, uh Home and Away, which is a TV show I started on. We were on the show together, and I was we were and? we were and he came to my 21st birthday. Um so but when I left, I had a big card from all the cast that said like, you know, goodbye, you'll do great, whatever. And Chris Hemsworth wrote, yo, Tam, I'll see you in Hollywood. And I thought I just, I sat in that for a second. I was like, you sure did. Like he manifested Mm. that for himself. And he had just started. So when I left the show, he had just started the show. And I was just like, you did that, man. Like Mm. you told yourself you were going to be in Hollywood and you made it like you made it, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? So there's a big, big, Big store, and so anyway, what are you gonna? What what the hell are you doing for <laughs> What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> like, I want Christmas. <laughs> oh, that too. Yeah.
2: Um, Christmas next year. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, what do I want? So, uh, turning a little bit of the woo woo on, just a teeny Sounds bit. Like I'm saying
1: vagina for some reason.
2: Is that what you call
1: <laughs> no, that? Hoo ha! Oh, that's it's hoo-ha. kind of similar. Hoo hoo ha. Oh
2: God, stop making noise. Maybe my hoo-ha is woo whoo. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay,
1: you're getting
2: okay, woo. So I'm getting a little woo woo. I started doing medit breath work meditation. This year, just you know, I'm like, I'm going to start slow. That's I'm not build sex up. on some Roxy. It's a totally different thing. <laughs> well, if my vagina is involved, then
1: okay. <laughs> hold on, I got to breathe this one out. <laughs> He's like, I'm out. Okay, we're going back on track. Okay, okay back on ready. track. Back on track. Here I go. Yeah. Okay,
2: so. I'm doing the medita- meditation, five, like five minutes of meditation at least for today. That's good. And I've been doing, like, I got the paddle. Yeah. So I'm doing lymphatic drainage after the shower, after the That's shower. So it's a little wooey for me. It's a little yeah. bit woo woo. So I do that. And then I also. With if... Botox. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. It doesn't yeah. hurt.
2: I meditate.
1: Um, yeah. As, as I get injected into this. <laughs> It's
3: all multitasking. Yeah, it's, and you yes. know
1: what? It's also, it's, it's, it's you gotta
2: it's, do a little bit of it all. It's, it, that was a new, development. yes. I did do Botox for the first time this year. <laughs>
1: I am, I like it. I like it. I like it. It's good. I have not, but I'm too scared, but I, maybe I will.
2: But I am also looking for deeper connection too. I'm That's out. Another, no, she's like, I can't. It's too, close. Can't. I'm too
1: close. I'm too close. I can't do sure. it. What do you mean by
3: that? Like deeper connection?
2: I thing. feel like I want to get more connected you with could. people right? Because I feel like being like an extrovert and like, you know, doing a lot of events and doing all that. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I have a very, you know, uh, with a lot of people, not with everybody, but with a lot of people, you know, it's a quick interaction. It's, you know, very like, you know, surface. (laughs) Yes. And I want to go deeper this year, not with everybody,
1: but because I feel like I've known you for years. we have done this podcast yeah. for years. And sometimes I feel like I don't know you. And that's oh, not, oh. no, no. I'm not saying that to be like, what do you oh, mean? break the news. <laughs> but sometimes I feel like, you know, like I like live with my outsides on, like my insides on the outside. Like right. I'm very honest with only a couple, I'm honest with everyone. Yeah. But I'd say like, you know, you pulled my tampon out once. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm very close to certain people. Yes. Whereas like you, I don't think you'd let me do that. <laughs> I might if it got stuck and I needed it out. Like I would be that kind of person that's like, help me, you know, like it's stuck. Yeah. Whereas like, I don't think you would be that. I mean, girl, if it was
2: stuck, I would have you help. That that's, is, so that's, happening. that's happening.
1: That's well, like happening. That. I do
3: like that for you. That's a good one. I like that too.
2: Right. Okay. More connected, more connected in Tamman, Tamman, Tam, Tam. Well, I'm
1: pretty perfect. I mean, I've done all the work now. Newsflash: the problem is every year is like love yourself and uh, uh-huh. be more vulnerable. So it's actually going to be more. Uh, I think the biggest goal is this year because we're living in Nashville now. We left LA, live in Nashville. We also live in Australia, but we don't have. We've sold a lot of property, so I want to like kind of create a dream home for my family, Ooh. and that's going to be wherever that is. I want to create that, and I know it's that's that's stuff or a thing, but it's more than that for me. It's Mm. not just the money idea of buying a house, but it's creating the life that I want from my family mm-hmm. and that's I don't want one. more stability because we don't have stability we're traveling and making movies we'll be dealing like for three months a I know you I love being like New like Zealand. I make two yeah. movies there it's great that's my life mm-hmm. but I want a home like I want to create a home where my kids yeah yeah they don't want to sleep in separate rooms They always want to sleep together but I don't know we'll make the second room like a playroom but I want yeah. to create more of a home for my family instead of it just always being so transient
2: yeah. I like that for you too. I want you And to- deeper
1: connections. <laughs> yeah. yeah. deeper connections after the, after yeah. the house. <laughs> so that's about it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, well, before good we one. let Kat go, uh-huh. we do a little game at the end, oh, but this yes. is a fun game. This is mm. going to be, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't make it too hard for you, but this is about, and Roxy's going to ask us because mm-hmm. we're both on TikTok. You're obviously yes. way yes. bigger than me, Yes. yes. but yes. we're going to do some some, some word games, some like, right? Yeah. Some what word it means. games, like yeah. what does BRB mean? Like yeah. stuff like that. And you've got to, oh, okay. you've got to answer like, what are these letters? Yes. What do they mean? in abbreviated, what are they abbreviated? That's a good terms? game. You guys, that's fun. Right.
3: Yeah.
1: And if you guys don't <laughs> know these, don't just show me the answers. Yeah. <laughs> If she's de- like if you don't know them
2: <laughs> if you can yeah, see you can't though remember you're blind like, I know my glasses. okay so if you don't know these just rest assured feel bad about yourself because my eight-year-old knows what all of these are really okay okay
0: yeah. i'm just sorry okay i can still see it <laughs> you, okay okay she okay. made them Here. so big <laughs> that he thinks that we're blind <laughs> okay first one yeah f r FR?
1: I know this one. For real? Uh, I was going to say that. Game. I was. I'm, I'm not going to okay. lie after the okay. cat says that. I promise. I'm going to say for real. Okay. Sus. That's suspect. suspect. <gasps>
2: okay. Or suspicious. Same thing. Fine,
1: fine. Should you ask either of us? Well, I think it's a game, right? So you so guys this are theta, this, like as fast as you can. Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, okay. Like okay. that. Okay, Sorry, ready? I got the
1: rules. I wrote them. Okay. <laughs> but <I forgot> the <laughs> rules.
2: Okay. okay. Uh Oh, RN. Right, right now, is okay, that right? It's like knowing all this. Oh my these.
0: gosh, I'm older. Okay. Registered nurse.
2: T F W.
1: The way forward. Nope.
3: T F W. The wet. W-R. The wet fart. <laughs> that
0: would be
1: T-W-F. <laughs> what
3: does that mean? I don't know. Oh, do you guys give up or far, are we even more guesses? The, the TFW. Yep, all. Talk.
0: <laughs> talk with
2: new. <laughs> <me. laughs> TFW. Okay, ready? Do,
0: yeah. You know, yes, in oh, oh, okay.
2: Go, go, go. <laughs> no,
3: no, no. I don't know. Do you know? Um, I do because I have the answers. <laughs> Would like
2: to know? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, that feeling. Win
1: no one says that okay do you
0: say that I, I don't say that, nope, I've never said that but. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: oh smh shaking my head I, I <laughs> thought it was so much hate I was like why is everyone being mean to me
2: I've always wondered what that one means because I see that a lot too I it's like smh too. and I'm like what
1: what so cat knew it shaking my head and I don't want
2: to be all chuggy or anything chuggy, and not knowing chuggy? what the word meant what's chuggy? it's like you're not cool Or untrendy. Oh, did you just say
1: like a? I just used it in a sentence. I have no idea. I did. I did. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, okay. And then, uh, POV. That's easy.
1: Point of view. Yeah.
3: Okay. Yeah. POV is not Gen Z. They didn't make that up. They don't have any more.
2: Oh, wait. I have one more. One more. ready We'll see. I feel like. Oh, TBH.
1: To be honest. Oh my God! See, you guys are—you guys know. There's more. I sent you more than this, Roxy. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm giving uh, you. Okay, I'm okay. gonna do
3: three more. And then okay, three Kat more. Okay.
1: Go about okay. her life. Okay. Go oh, to that's... the text message. I was like, use. Roxy was like, like, these, <laughs> are the know, <laughs> yeah, like
3: these are the ones I don't know.
1: And <laughs> I, <laughs> I want
2: yeah, to clarify. There you go. <laughs>
1: <Gamequitters>. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> here we
2: go. Okay, here we go. Ready? Okay, here we well, go. Oh, these—these are hard. Okay, okay. But hide your phone. You're not supposed to be looking. No, I'm not. Do you have it? Yes, I have it. It's
1: the blind leading the blind
2: Leaving the blood, Mama's got to put glasses okay,
1: on. Okay, we're gonna. Your glasses. Here we go. go. <laughs> that's right. Okay,
2: we're we'll gonna. <laughs> All right. Here okay, we go. Go, go. Banger. Banger.
3: <laughs> like Not a
2: good song. Her. Not bang her, but banger. banger.
3: Yeah, like a great song. Like that's a
1: banger. Oh,
2: wow. yeah, it man. is. Cool. Yeah, banger. awesome. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, brain emoji. This one's naughty.
1: No, that's obvious. That's like
2: brain
3: emoji.
1: That's just like, wait, I did not know crazy. this when I looked at this. Brain emoji's naughty,
3: yes, it is. Oh, yes, oh,
2: yes, like I mean, giving no. head. It, it means, yes, it it, the it brain. Means, yes. No, it uh-huh. does, oh, yes, it does. I no. thought that was eggplant. Sure, that's I think that's intercourse.
1: I don't send any of these, and if I did, <laughs>
0: oh,
1: would be like, what's for dinner? Yeah. He would not, he'd be like, oh, we're having eggplant, yeah, like. <laughs> lasagna uh
2: yeah he'd be like
1: oh by the way i'm this year's old i'm this old that i found out (laughs) a week ago okay what the netflix and chill is netflix and sex yes you didn't know that me too i
3: not a week ago i found out like when someone asked me to do that and i was like it was just they thought yeah that's what it is
1: Netflix and chill. You I was guys like, on Netflix and chill. Any person, I was like, I love girls.
0: <laughs> so
1: we I have a question. Netflix and chill. There's no part of having sex that's chill. That's,
3: well, it could be chill
2: for
1: you, Roxy yeah. For Thank you, this happens to all the work? For you. Okay, one more. I'm
3: okay. doing my breath work right now. <laughs> I work.
2: She's like, I, I'm, I'm meditating. In my, I'm in my hoo-ha phase. <laughs> <or>, oh, are <laughs> you
1: okay? She's like, yes, I'm meditating. <laughs> yes. Okay. Ooh. Oh. A hard one. Okay, wait. Hold on. God. One,
2: okay. One last ooh, one. Ooh. oh, Ooh.
1: Make it hard. Like make a one that you don't know.
2: Okay. Uh, well, I, I don't good. know, like, all of these. <laughs> <Thank
0: you. laughs>
2: okay. Mm, uh, uh, we'll okay. be right
0: back in 30 minutes.
2: <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. It's happening. It's an outbreak oh. Right, oh. right now. Oh, simp. Simp. Yes. S-I-M-P.
3: It's, nope. It's someone that, um, Basically, well, I, I've only used it like heard for guys that are like whipped by girls, or
1: is that what it is? Uh, it means yes. Being okay, choose one that's so... not sexual. What is wrong with you?
0: <laughs>
2: okay, uh, pushing P. Pushing P. Are you going to push P? <laughs> this is a good one for us to end on because we should all be pushing P today after this. <laughs> I
1: have no clue. <laughs> pushing.
2: <gasps> pushing. It's not what you think it is. Give me a hint. Uh, goodness.
1: Pushing positive Oh, oh you got it, girl. Oh shit! Damn I it! I thought
3: it was like a drug or something.
0: Girl, was nice. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ecstasy. <laughs>
1: like pushing drugs <laughs> All like, pushing no. drugs today I would like to try drugs but I've no. never tried them I, I don't think I would like them or I would die and so I...
3: <laughs> I it's like either drugs. one of those nothing Just in between like yeah.
2: both are bad options I think that would be the final unhinging for you um <laughs> doing some ecstasy imagine, <laughs> imagine me oh my god what is going on Kat, thank you so much. You, you. are the best cat. I adore you. Love, I hope love, that love, one love. day
1: I'll see you with uh, our mutual friend Alice, who I also adore. Yes, this is great. Thanks for having me, you guys. It was so, so fun. Keep love going, you. making magic and pushing yes. pee. <laughs> I'm just going
3: to keep pushing pee.
1: <laughs> you got to push pee. Yeah. And what is a last advice you can give to anyone listening to you? Yes. Um, In your work or life or whatever it is, what is A little bit of a piece of advice yes you can impart on the world yeah followers maybe something you live by
3: I think it's like it sounds kind of mean but like you don't deserve anything like don't take anything for granted like really appreciate it and don't expect it like don't be the one that's dumbfounded in the corner like learn what you got to learn know what you got to know be prepared for life and just don't expect things I guess that's helped me i
1: know what i'm gonna cry in my car. <laughs> <Yeah, I know. laughs> i'm sobbing I can't, pee. I can't stop this is a really positive <laughs> yeah. podcast
2: we're pushing p pushing p all over the place
1: <laughs> <just pushing> <laughs> well thanks cat so much oh, and we will
2: speak to you guys, guys later oh, but wait where can
1: we find you yes Kat? i mean Tell if everybody. you're under a rock then yeah. sure
3: pat stickler just on everything
1: <laughs> really successful people just so you notice they just say just find my podcast yeah. under my name. Like oh, so we're like yeah. women we're on like top. go and- so at women on top one two six. Yeah. We're we're like like successful people, <laughs> really successful. Official.
2: Don't forget the official.
1: Really successful just like in the period in the middle. <laughs> you can find me.
2: Yeah. You'll find me. One day, Tam and one day we will be there. You'll just find us. Just find me on the internet. Uh, <laughs> our podcast. Yeah.
0: yeah. You guys are funny
1: think so oh we think yeah thank We'd you
3: know. i think so <laughs> yeah. that's funny you guys are good it's so nice meeting you both
1: well thanks so much so, guys. Thank bye guys Bye-bye. bye honey <laughs> and you guys can find us a woman on top official on instagram
2: and women on top podcast on facebook and on tiktok women on top official
1: amazing and i am tamen sirsock and i am roxy manny and we are <gasps> women, women on top. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's the high
0: five. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. We're good. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership.